struggling to come to terms that she is now in his life and he's actively trying to fit her in his life somehow yeah yeah but it's difficult because he's he has to show himself for who he is and he's first of all we know that he's not proud of himself Welcome to The Story Thinker, a Webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support The Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Midnight Populars. <laughs> it has been a while. We are at episode 104, and we are with Luke, Katie, Veronica, and Angela. And um, before we start, I just want to ask, how was the hiatus for y'all, and what did you spend doing it in, like, webtoon terms? <laughs> oh, gosh, what did I do? Actually, pulled out, I pulled back from reading a lot of, a lot of webtoons. Mm-hmm. I did. And I actually also pulled back from reading um, a lot of fan fictions, mainly because if I felt like it was um, like distorting my views of the original Poppy and Tora. So mm-hmm. I wanted to pull back, but then I picked them back up because, mm-hmm. you know, I can only miss them for so long. <laughs> so. <laughs> and so that's pretty much what what I've been doing during the hiatus is like I tried to pull away but then I was brought back in because you know obsessions are real so that's, <laughs> that's how I handle that <laughs> I I took a break from reading as well uh mm-hmm. so I just I I had a few other web web comics that I follow um and I just I don't know I felt like I needed to rest and think about everything that happened and uh, I took a break from reading and focused on writing a new fan fiction (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's not up yet uh, because I'm trying to build a buffer (laughs) because I'm I'm a slow writer and uh, I had this idea like for a year and a half now and I couldn't act on it because I had the, the other fan fiction that I needed to finish and so with the hiatus, I was like, okay, this is my time to focus on this <laughs> just because I miss them and I know I will miss them very much. So I will breathe life into them in my own imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, I've been writing actively and uh, soon. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm excited because your other fiction is fantastic and I'm going to link it below. So like listeners, if you haven't yet read Blue Katie's fiction, you have to read it. It's really, really, really great. Thanks. And Angela, how, how have you been spending the hiatus? Um, so I've been busy writing uh, fanfics myself um, and I'm now pulling away from writing for the moment being I feel like with Lily's hiatus um I I started like you know getting into the fan fiction and then once she came back I'm like okay (laughs) y'all I'm going on the break (laughs) um please you know enjoy um 
these these other fix enjoy midnight poppy land canon um i'm i'm just gonna be over here like being a fangirl so you know don't mind me um and i was actually able to beta read for two published books so that was a lot of fun um, that's awesome yeah so it was it was a ton of fun um and just um, and she's actually another um, fan fiction fan fiction writer for MPL. So that mm-hmm. was that was a lot of fun. Um, just like getting more immersed into the into the community as we all anticipate the return for MPL. So yeah, awesome. Well, yeah, it is so exciting to be back here. And you know, like see these characters again. It's been so long. Mm-hmm. And it's like seeing their faces. It's just so cool. And like, wow, we're back. And we start off episode 104 with a recap, which is like, you know, first of all, we always spoke up and spoke about how like Poppy had the longest weekend ever. And like oh my now gosh. Poppy go through it, it's like, whoa. So it's good for Poppy to reflect on what happened, it's good for us to be reminded what happened. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're gonna dive into the recap. So Poppy is thinking to herself, last Friday was nuts. And we had a picture of her with a coffee outside the coffee shop where Tora was, you know, all brusque to her and she was all crying and sad. And after being embarrassed in public, then stood up after work because he never showed up. I was attacked in my own home by a mass intruder. I was like, this girl had the worst, worst day. Worst, worst day ever. <laughs> That's just the beginning. <laughs> and you and all that. Mm-hmm. Mass intruder, which we obviously had, you know, a lot of questions about that. Thankfully, Tora and Gyu arrived just in time. Tora rescued her. Then there's there's Gyu, and he's being all brave and jumping out the window. But the intruder got away. And like a gift that wouldn't stop giving, the night went on (laughs) and on. Which is the longest night ever. Yes, now we have them on the swings. We have that wonderful Tora, you know, flying off the swings in his great face. (laughs) And of course, who shows up? But Vincent shows up and you know Vincent's what's it called um Mrs. Volumen is the hero of the day and she you know sends them away distracts him we come back to the apartment we see you know Quincy and Tora get into an argument there is a lot and finally Tora fessed up about everything he'd been hiding from me which is like big moment (laughs) apparently I'm in trouble with the mafia because of a notebook I picked up by accident and it could have been prevented from day one if Tora hadn't made the worst judgment call ever Quincy's words, not mine. <laughs> uh, let's see what, you know. I mean, that's true, but she would have still been, I feel like she still would have been messed, like, connected because the very, very, very next day she goes and meets with Mr. Lom mm-hmm. and bumps into Tora there. And she still would have done her little be- way of being poppy and trying to save him anyways. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because... Poppy was Poppy. Tora would have noticed her anyways. So I feel like they still would have been connected. Also, you notice that she says Quincy's words, not mine. Yeah. So yeah. That that means that maybe she's not agreeing with the, the state. It being the worst judgment call ever. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's still, well, still yeah, the, because the reason he made that judgment call is because of her. So it's like she doesn't want to you know, she can't judge herself, like, obviously, <laughs> a good reason. Yeah. Oh, but she was just being poppy. <laughs> she could have agreed with Quincy and said, because just Tora didn't 
bug me when when we met i'm in this situation now but she's like mm-hmm, i don't know and now and then what she would have had this lazy boss but without her connection to torah right. yeah what would have happened to protect her you know huh. like clearly yeah. it all worked out as we some stuff the dots are all connected <laughs> yep <laughs> Yeah, I also found out why my boss, speaking of boss, Gil, gave me such weird, creepy vibes. Rather, my ex-boss, Gil. And we have our wonderful blue-toned, you know, super creepy chin here. Gil. It's not just a spat-shaving job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if what Tora and Quincy say is true, then Gil has the notebook now, and he might be far worse than I'd imagined he'd be. And we have Louisa, his wife, which, you know, we had a couple of devastating panels with her, but... Well, we'll see later. <laughs> yeah. But after being tallied by Torah and his men for days, Gil skipped town and disappeared. And we see, you know, Torah tracing, tracking Torah uh, Gil. And who knows what his next move will be or when. Here, Torah is having his little breakdown on the bridge. As a safety precaution, I'm taking cover at Torah's house outside the city. The one that he bought in like five minutes because because Poppy said maybe. <laughs> because in fantasy world, you can buy a house in a weekend. Right. <laughs> That is a good point. Even if you have cash. money, right? There's no cash. Yeah, it's like that time where he was able to park right outside of the airport with so yeah. much ease and then get out and then instantly find Mr. Lam. Only yeah. in fantasy world can something like yeah. that. Yeah. No, you can park outside of the airport here. So oh, oh you can. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe this actually takes place in Romania. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dora has fans, so who knows? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a beautiful old manor, and it's almost like I'm on vacation here. Almost. We have Quincy and Poppy unpacking. I'm jobless now, and soon to be homeless. We see now Erdine and Jacob in the office, and Erdine and Jacob are back in the city, and I'm worried about them. Uh, technically, she's not jobless because Dora got her a job. Right. True. Yeah, she oh, has okay. a job. She's just, who knows when she'll start it. Mm-hmm. Whenever the fuck she wants. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Doing whatever the fuck she wants. <laughs> because if this blows up, I'll be numbered and hunted down by every mafia clan in Erin. She's sitting in the house watching Vincent on this TV screen. And when mm-hmm. I found out about this entire notebook thing, I lost it. I've been on edge and withdrawn mostly towards Tora. And she and Tora have had a lot of drama recently. A lot of communication, but a lot of drama. <laughs> thankfully we bought a punching bag with us <laughs> that is like one of the best like, <laughs> yes of the best <laughs> point of he view is the best way. he is a punching bag yeah no, <laughs> yeah. I love him so much I, I will not lie I was happy he's that him. like that sidekick character that's always necessary for comical release mm-hmm. yeah like that that is Quincy's role is just a sidekick character to use as a punching bag. Yep. The cutest. Uh, and for people who like blondes like me. So anyway. As whole side is showing, like Torah's, so they are both mean to Quincy. They are both mm-hmm. uh, they don't take him seriously. Mm-mm. He doesn't even take himself seriously, so that True. Uh, makes it really easy. Very, very good point, yes. 
Oh, say, okay, jokes aside, Victoria and I managed to thrash things out last night. And that was that amazing conversation that they had. It isn't perfect. And there's a long list of things we didn't address, which is such a nice way of saying it, by the way. But I, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, also communication and, and your relationship is never going to be finished. Like there's always lots to work on and talk about. Mm-hmm. But considering the situation and the stress Tora must be under, this is my good enough for now, at least. And apart from a haunting incident on our first night with the ghost, everything is quiet and peaceful over here. And we see a beautiful house. And the last line we have, she's dead, Pops. So I guess this is why I've been waiting for the other shoe to drop. And the other shoe dropping is Tora saying she's dead and I killed her. And then we have an image of, well, I'll let, yeah, it's already gets into the next section. Okay, so that's our recap. Longest recap, but it was necessary because there was so much that happened that one night. (laughs) Yeah, and they just like covered the night here. Um, they they covered like the daytime, like they covered like a weekend. So that's Friday she was. Yeah, it ended up being she was she was attacked. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. On Mm -hmm. over the weekend, she moved in with Tora. Uh, so would you say this is like a Monday now? I like we're on a Monday. So. I think, I think so. because the first night there, so so on on Saturday oh, she nice. was like deciding sanity or my my sanity or my pride, and mm. she decided to to call Tora and uh, ask him for help. So he just bought the house for something. the weekend, and on their first night they had the haunting incident. So yeah, yeah oh, that was she goes into work on that Monday. That's right. She goes into work on that yeah. Monday. And but then they leave to pack her stuff and then move. And so I would say the first night they were in that house was technically Monday. Yeah. And so maybe we're on a Tuesday. Yeah. So this would be Tuesday night. I think that we're landing into the episode. Yeah. So I would yeah, say this picks back up on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Oh my god, the poor girl didn't catch a break. So no, her weekend was take a nap. <laughs> and then it goes into the opening credits after we see a whole lot of laughing. And then, you know, you're just like, hee hee hee, ha 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 ha. And then, boom, oh, you see this creepy guy with his beanie. You know, they're creepy on that beanie. Sorry, you know, pulled low like that. And hey, boys, look who we found. Come out, punk. We know you're hiding inside. At this point, I wonder if they believe that she is not a she and that she is a boy because they called they called well, her a punk. We don't know yet. But yeah, we can't we'll tell. See, we'll see in, in the next episodes that yeah, people that show the way. Yeah, yeah. windows and so mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. they yeah I don't her. I don't think they quite know yeah they know that exactly the gender they just know that there is this like vulnerable looking small person in this van in on airy street clearly looking right for the picking it's like you see because when you see this face you definitely don't get intimidated (laughs) no (laughs) as someone pointed out it's like (laughs) elder fisherman (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's right um when I first I saw like, this, by the way, 
So first of all, Luca, like you, I wasn't sure they could even see anyone in the car. I thought that they were just threatening in case because they're just a bunch of jerks, like in case there's someone in the car. Yeah. So yeah. the first impression is that you see that that they see her. Mm. Yeah. And also, it's uh, it's very abrupt. Right after their, mm -hmm. their talk, just jump straight into Alice Street, straight into the van, and with those punks, you have that uh, shocking factor. That fear. it's very disorienting. Yeah, yeah I didn't like, know what was going on. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna I had to, like, lie. Scroll back up to the recap. <laughs> really? Like, did I? Did this is just. Yeah, yeah like, but then I remember Lily does that. Yeah, she, yeah. she likes to start a lot yeah. with a shock, and then retell, recap, and mm -hmm. retell how how it happened. That's part of her writing style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's done this a few times in the past. Yeah, yeah. and the effect. The effect here, I'm guessing this is why she did it, was to, 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 inst to instill fear to, mm. to for the reader to put feel that anxiety inside you mm. of trying to figure out how did that even happen, like what kind of how did they get into this situation to begin with, yeah. instead of reading about it as it's happening, right. it like pulls you in, and you're like, obviously, I need to figure out what the fuck's happening because how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't even realize like where they were yeah. until you know the next few episodes where I'm like, ah, that's what <laughs> they were doing. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why, why is she hiding in the van? Where are they? Where the hell is Tora? I know, like, why <laughs> is she by herself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I actually what? did not. I didn't think this was Poppy. I thought it was a kid. I thought it was like. <laughs> a niece or nephew? I thought it was, no, sorry. My first thought was that this was young Poppy, and yeah. that this was like that her family had. Remember, we always talk about her family being in the mafia. But this was a memory of her be, having some mafia experience when she was a kid. <laughs> uh, we're yeah. going to find out about her mafia. No, past. I that's what I thought it was first. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that yeah. totally makes sense because she's just like what I love about you know, as y'all said, what Lily Duck does is that she just like eats you into into what is happening in the now um and then she goes back because and then she I'm pieces just, it together for yeah you. yeah yeah like like the little stuff that are connected but yeah I thought it was just like amazing like my mind was like oh my god <laughs> Lily is really good at actually working flashbacks in well mm -hmm. not a lot of artists can do it where it feels really seamless but Lily's really good at it where yeah. it doesn't make it feel super choppy yeah and like how did this even happen but yeah like so here here's poppy hiding to, in this van to keep in mind that the the previous episode ended with the unplanned hiatus so yes. uh maybe this scene with the thugs still on Arrow street or whatever because now we don't know where she is uh maybe it was uh it should have been a hook for the next episode. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, this is why maybe now it felt a bit jarring. But yeah. further on, Lily explains Pulls it together. Pulls it together, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking this should have been a cliffhanger of sorts on right. the next episode. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she probably changed. Could be a... As the yeah. hiatus happened, she had to change 
especially yeah. as it, the hiatus took longer and longer because she wasn't originally going to be on hiatus for like 10 months it's only supposed yeah. to be like two weeks well or something like that unfortunately. but you know life and right. it's all good but yeah and then it, it cuts to like what's obviously a motel there's music and you know sounds of love happening <laughs> <laughs> I like to call them uh, choice activities in this motel <laughs> with loud oots, oots, oots music. Eurobeat intensifies. This is the doorbell. No, I think it's a. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a bass sound. It's like music. music. It's like a way to show that music is playing really okay. loudly. Like almost like club music is playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you turn, and then you scroll up, and then there's this dude, you know, yelling. Turn the music down, man. It's killing my mood. And then grunts. <laughs> and then there's this guy who's snorting something. Can't see what it is. Can't tell what it is. But he's snorting something. And he's like, shut the hell up. When it's my turn with that. When's it my turn with that chick? So this is and why. Again, he lets off his grunt. And he's like, don't ask me. She ain't done with me yet. He's like, whatever, dumbass. And then, you know, more <laughs> sounds of love being made. <laughs> so, and then you just get yes. a knock. And he's like, oi, Patrick, open up, winker. Wanker? 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 Wanker. It's and a wanker. wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Again, more snorting, more grunts, more sounds of love. <laughs> and he's like, who the hell? like when someone looks like that you know they're just bad news yeah yeah and so you scream bad news Mm. yeah and he's like hurry up dipshit ain't gone all night must be that punk stevie yeah i'm coming yeah yeah i'm coming more sounds of love she's really letting you know sounds of love is happening on that other side (laughs) passionate honey so passionate so passionate get it he's like Seriously, Stevie, at this god time, goddamn hour, and then he's just like realizing then that is not Stevie. It is Daddy Lorian. Daddy Lorian. <laughs> and he's like, where's the body? Look oh, at that yeah. Daddy Lorian. Yes. That is I, just- I was actually trying to find that picture to put up here, but whatever. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> so yeah, all have her. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> Hold on, while I pan myself. Yeah, there's like zero skin showing, and look how effective we are. There's nothing. There's like helmet. Doesn't matter. We know who the dude in the helmet is. As long as we know, he is Daddy Lori. At first, first, when you don't really get it, when when you don't know what happens, my first impression was like for a split second, I I wondered who that might be. I I figured that it might be Torah. But in that moment, you I could have been Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, my first thought was like, okay, oh my God, he's wearing a helmet. He's hot. Please let, let it not be a villain. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Right. So, like, not another hot villain. I was I was like, legit, like, scrolling f- through it. And I remembered that Cordelia. He, she had like the same kind of helmet, and I'm like, what the hell is she doing here? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like 
why is she popping up? Like, I know she's a lawyer, but like, I didn't think that yeah. she got her. Like, I think she's that dirty. <laughs> my sexuality. Yeah. Is, that, is that nice girthy neck there? That nice solid man neck? Yes. That's how you know it's Cora. Yep. After after the first second, uh, we know who that is because you see from the angle as well that he's very tall. So just shoulders. Yeah, we we, we've seen him a lot. We've studied. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and we know that neck. We know that science. It's a good neck. (laughs) (laughs) It's a spicy neck. Oh wow! Look at us. We're terrible. Oh look at that toenail. That toenail. I've never seen such a toenail. I wanted to say toenail though. (laughs) Double helmet. I love that. Uh, really doesn't shy away from the these dark topics that are very very real in yeah um, yeah like this is very adult like this snorting and uh, hiring uh, uh, hiring hookers because the lady was just lining them up you know so Mm -hmm. uh, this is the you see it from the from the coloring as well you have the yeah. same type that this is the the dark side of of life yeah yeah she's yeah. so good at like, really like there's like a green tinge yeah it's, it's the, the palette thing. it's like you can tell like they're in a seedy place just mm-hmm. by the color palette just mm-hmm. by her making it a little bit more muted a little green that right there shows like this is we're obviously not in a happy place we're in a place where bad things happen yeah yeah the the motel looks so gross like the walls the walls outside look like cement and you know totally uncared for inside it's like old furniture you can just tell that carpet is like musty it's like you can just smell the grossness it's such an interesting contrast between the the hearts and the love making Oh yeah. (laughs) They are on rosy background or I don't know, something more light-hearted. And yeah, this reminds us that they're definitely this is definitely a mafia romance. Mm. Yeah. And you also see that the contrast between Torah and his lifestyle, even though he's in the mafia and the and you know these types of people. So you can have better mafia people than others yeah mm-hmm. they're like <clears throat> the sewer rats of airy street yes solid solid way to describe that solid <clears throat> anyway all right <laughs> so cool after that yes. well like so i have this cooling fan by me i don't know if you can see it i, I can definitely see it yeah <laughs> so like i have this fan because last time that i did this it was the um the the midnight garden walk with the <laughs> and uh you remember that one right mindy and um and we were just like fanning ourselves like the whole entire time <laughs> so i invested in the cooling fan anyway i digress hmm. all right who's doing part one okay so um Next, we Lily gets us back to to the opening scene with uh, mm-hmm. Tora and Poppy. Uh, earlier that night, we have a lot of heartbeats going on here. <laughs> Poppy is still in the in those muted colors. Uh, mm-hmm. Tora, you're kidding, right? And then 
It's like her world is closing in around her, right? Like exactly. The and then the colors. Can I just point out how like you can already just feel the difference in emotions based off of this image, which is the exact same as this image, but mm -hmm. pulled farther away and yeah. warmer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you could tell that he's in a dark place here, but he's trying to pull himself into a better one. Yeah. Like trying. So, you know, those uh, when your heart starts racing up, when you tell something that it's very, very uncomfortable or very, mm -hmm. I mean, not only bad news, but horrific news mm -hmm. and you fear what the other person is going to think of you or what in this case what poppy will think of him mm -hmm. and in her case is like i don't know if he, if he's serious or not i don't know if i should believe him or not and then she just decides to lighten up the mood or deflect like kidding as if haha gotcha mm -hmm. I, yeah, it's it's just, like what do you do in this serious? Confused? What I mean? What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> then she I starts too. I read this like three times. with a pillow. That's not funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even though the the colors are lighter and the atmosphere is uh, is more uh, easy going, he deflects. He's like, <clears throat> sorry, I'm kind of desensitized look it, it's awkward as hell okay how am i supposed to break that kind of news to you or to any other fucking person i you love how bad news <laughs> okay i can empathize with that how about just telling me what you know in brief so if i remember correctly uh she was asking him if they should go to the cops or if she she do she should uh, send the send them an anonymous a tip off yeah yeah a tip off uh for them to find Gil's wife mm -hmm. and she we find out later on that she has a hunch she has a gut feeling and she doesn't want to let it go just good that's yeah. that's the stubborn copy that we know the one yeah you know, always concerned with doing the right thing and as in everything that she is passionate about, Tora says, mumbles, I see why Quincy says, you're a hard ass at work now. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Quincy says, I'm a what? A hard working asshole. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Look, it's none of our business, so just drop it. No tip-offs, no cops, nothing. Fuck knows I've got enough on my hand. Uh, and he just closes the binder. <laughs> Stop under. Yeah, she she has a jump scare, and then he just walks away. For him now, it's a moment when he just shuts off again. Yeah, yeah, because realization hit him. So, <clears throat> uh, she says, "Well, hey, where probably where are we going? I'm gonna take a shit, Christ." But now, <laughs> yeah. Are you bringing the binder inside with you? Yeah, I am. And then he slams the door. Then after a moment, the door creaks and he gives her the binder again. 
gives up his okay. reading material. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives up their reading yeah. material when they're going to go take a shit? No one. <laughs> I mean, you know, no, there's but... like plenty of shampoo bottles in there. It's fine. <laughs> know, right? yeah. You're like, wait, I forgot my reading materials. Let me read the back of this. I don't know. Me. I think he is struggling. So he promised yeah. her he would be one. He will be honest and he will fill her in on everything that happens from now on. And yeah. he's struggling to say these things to her because yeah. he saw her in shock. So her first reaction was, are you kidding? You mm-hmm. killed her. So he saw her. She was in shock for, for from such a news that for him is probably on a daily basis, as he just admitted, yeah. I'm desensitized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls back. He starts raising his walls again. He shuts her down again. Yeah. And you can Our... see by the the by the panels that he thinks better of it and gives her the information. So he's like just he's struggling to come to terms that she is now in his life. And he's actively trying to fit her in his life somehow. Yeah. Yeah. But it's difficult because he's, he has to show himself for who he is. And he's, first of all, we know that he's not proud of himself. No. Then secondly, Poppy still, uh, she hasn't fully and openly accepted him. I mean, she's, she struggles too with communication between them because she she has a, a different kind of background and she doesn't trust herself. <clears throat> so uh, they are somehow, they are trying to, they skirt around each other to see how how they can reach a middle ground so that he can say to her whatever he wants, but also not, uh, not, say to her over share yeah 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 so um and that that was very well said so it's a big major transition and that's for me one of the things i love about many coffee land you know Mm -hmm. we've said this countless times but it is one of the its strengths is that you know a a lot of other romances you know you fall in love it's great it's fantastic and that's the end and this is reflects reality because relationships are so messy and really bring out the worst in you, the best in you. They, you know, take out all your traumas, all your insecurities, all your fears, and they like bring it to the surface. And it's just like you show, like you vomit out all this bad stuff that you have inside you, and you're forced to connect with that person and be really, really, really vulnerable and really scared. And plus, plus she has been through a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And um, Quincy said that she, she probably she's very, uh, she's very scared right now, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sora, although he looks like he he acts like a thug and not caring about people, he actually cares about people and he cares about her not scaring her off or not adding to to the list of horrible things that happen to her. So he's trying to be considerate while also trying to be honest and uh, yeah. It's, difficult to do especially when when you don't have experience in relationships when you don't have experience with when you don't have a healthy experience with relationships and you really really want to have a healthy experience because when you know what it's like to have such an unhealthy toxic experience like 
it's very much a learning experience as well because you learn what you don't want and what you don't need and what your true worth is and you don't want to compromise that anymore and you know that's where Poppy is she doesn't want to compromise herself she doesn't want to compromise her integrity and you know the growth she wants for her own self you know just because she's thrown into this situation that was completely out of her control this is she still wants to have you know yeah, it's a learning experience. She still wants to as well. Yeah. Because while she was with Jury, she couldn't voice her opinions. She was constantly gaslit, right? Mm-hmm. So now she tried to to be brave. She tried to to act on her on her thoughts. And she made the first step in communicating with Tora during the previous night. So yeah. Uh, and then she saw that he's not going to get mad at her because she states her opinion because she stands her ground or because she wants something and fights for it like now she wants to find Louise or she wants to to figure out what happened to Gil's wife so she slowly she begins to be to be herself she slowly grows into herself mm-hmm and one thing that I found so interesting is that Tora, right, at first, like you said, he shuts down, he can't do it, I'm not going to communicate, and then, you know, he goes into the bathroom, so he has a little bit already, like, the, the separate space, the privacy, and, like, he yeah. calms down a little, and then he's like, okay, then his better self wins out, he shoves it out, he can't even say it, but it's hard to, you know, to communicate, but he has enough strength, enough inner reserve to, you know, do that right thing, and then he just goes right back into the private space so he can decompress and come back to himself, so it's, yeah, like oh, it's his, yeah. it's his way. He's like, this is the olive branch. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not icing you out, but I I'm taking a step back. I need this moment yeah. alone. I just can't say it because I, I don't have those communication skills yet. But here's the olive branch to let you know you're not being iced out. Yeah. 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 So we see him that he washes his face oh half half that means that he's breathing right yes like breathing hard like panting breathing deep Mm -hmm. so we have to remember that tora has anxiety he suffers from panic attacks suffers Mm. from panic attacks yes so this would be one of those situations that for him would weigh heavily what what Poppy thinks of him. So maybe he just wanted to avoid having a, another uh, breakdown or another panic attack, another tunnel vision like he did in the cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually only just realized, I, I was thinking <laughs> we weren't shown any, you know, any bathroom action happening because like we don't show that stuff. But I just realized, yeah, I don't think he even did anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think he actually took a shit. <laughs> he just lost the shit. No, That's all just, like, okay, now I'm just take a shit right now. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's such an opportune time to separate from someone. <laughs> like, but like, that's not how that works. <laughs> I think that to me begs to ask the question because in the first few panels of the recap, or just at the very end, it shows him on the bridge coming down from a panic attack. 
Um, And we don't even know if Poppy knows that he had that panic attack on the bridge because he just kind of like went and like saved her. Yeah. yeah. So like. I would say that she definitely doesn't know that this is something that he, he struggles with. Yeah. And like, and even he was like, I'm sorry for whatever it was that I said to you. So I think she has like an oh. idea um, of of what he goes through. And then with Quincy saying to Poppy, like, hey, you know, he is, he does some soul sucking work. Um, so she probably, you know, gets that idea. But then when he's like, you know, I love to. Okay, so um, so yeah, so when he goes into the bathroom, she, she, she's like not knocking or anything. Like she is giving him his space to do, you know, take a dump or like whatever, um, dump out his feelings, um, and we see that he is doing the huffing, the panting, the like, the the breathing probably pretending like he's he's at the gym like how poppy told him to um winning down his face trying to like recompose himself so that he doesn't go back into um blackout mode Mm -hmm. yeah and i love that poppy gives him that space like she understands like she can hardly follow him in the bathroom <laughs> we have one bathroom in our house we shower and use the bathroom at the same time you know that looks like a- yeah. i mean i it's not like i haven't walked down on my husband yeah. i'm like i gotta do I'm something like- here and you're in the way <laughs> um, <laughs> like i mean you know with the, like <laughs> they are struggling to communicate some some heavy shit right here you know like with the with the kids in their hands like wait talk to me um but yeah like she doesn't just like keep trying to like you know talk to him through the door because that's happened to me but yeah Yeah. you know what i love about her that so he recomposes herself himself and uh he says did i piss her off again so he starts thinking about Mm -hmm. his actions and when he comes out of the bathroom, Poppy is all smiley and <laughs> like, oh, hi. <laughs> Did you have a good fit? None of your goddamn business. <laughs> yeah, what I love about her that she's so so positive, even if that, uh, if that attitude is a bit forced or might be a bit forced, we don't know. But I love that she doesn't hold it against him that he was abrasive like that that he shut her down and just went out yeah so uh yeah yeah, poppy is his emotional support human Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. Yeah. he's touched by that because he's you know he's worried about her reaction he comes out he's quiet he looks at her he has the the thoughts and then when she is positive you know And he, he but, got that little blush on his face. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, he waited for me. And and then yeah, he yeah. so by her with, with her attitude, she managed to to relax him, to to make him feel comfortable again, so that they can have the discussion where they left off. Mm-hmm. Um 
<clears throat> and uh, he calls he calls her Bobby again, which yeah. So he's in play um, mode again. He's relaxed yeah. again. He calls her yeah. Bobby. Well, because you know, for the past few episodes, he's been calling her Pops or Poppy Land, or but never like his like Nick. Well, I don't know. I don't nickname or like cover name or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't know that that caught me all giggly. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that that Bobby nickname that he mm -hmm. has for her. So yeah, that. That's an assurance that okay, I'm I, I know I can be open with you. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a good like one. let's get back to being us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like when he said Bobby, that means like let's get back to us. Yeah. And how we are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Angela, take it away. Okay, so then um so we have you know, then she's like laughing it off. Uh, he's like, no, you're a goddamn business, Bobby. She's like, ha, ha, ha. Um, and so they like, they, she goes back over to him and she's handing the files to him saying, anyway, here, I didn't peep. And good girl. I can be a good girl. Anyway, um, so then, so then he's like, it's fine. Um, and he takes it back and he's like, I wouldn't hand it to you if I didn't want you to look inside. Um, and she's like, but dump. Oh, yeah, um, it feels like that's and, the kind of big trust that he places in her. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Little blush on her face. Like, yeah. Yeah. All the um, yeah. Um, and he's like, "These are the phone calls Gil made and received this year." Um, and she's like, "The whole list, fudge biscuits." Mm -hmm. And what's so special about these numbers you circled? Isn't this a isn't this a fast food chain takeaway hotline? And he's say he says they're connected to mafia run businesses, but like it's their little it's their little poly pocket heads. Mm -hmm. Um I, so I, it's phone numbers of like restaurants you call because I'm very impressed. <laughs> I know like five phone uh, numbers. <laughs> and um so like so they're showing she's showing it's the like it's outside of the house because they are finally making their way outside of the manor and they're in the I they're in the backyard now um and he has he's flipped the um the the pages open and he says and this is one's a body and this one's a body disposal service um has like little red circles most recent contact made last Thursday and like you get this close up of Poppy, she's like wide eyed. Like, what? <laughs> um, and he's just like going on, you know, like he's discussing the weather, and he's like the contacts are passed on by word of mouth, and you gotta know the codes and shit. So even if the cops get hold of this, they won't know where to look. And she's like, 
well, and then he's like, good thing for us. I'm not a cop. And she's like, a body what? Like her mind. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's like she, she was like just registered so much of what he said. She just was like so focused on body. Her, body yeah, disposal like, service. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> yeah so like they're just you know looking at the at this like nice cute little map that they have made up and um and he just looks at her and he's like bye like so much you don't know <laughs> yeah and it's it's kind of a like dead mm-hmm. either you know I I said too much too soon or you know um just kind of I don't I don't know what the word is but it's the same it's the same reaction when she was shocked before like something like there's so much you don't know and Mm -hmm. I told you already a lot and yeah you're still naive and uh want to to see the best but there is mm-hmm. there is nothing nothing good in what i'm telling you mm-hmm. yeah you know like, that yeah. is that their world is so far apart like he's in that world you have it's such like a, when when you sigh so deeply like the things i know and you don't mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. exactly um so so then yeah so then he goes on to say well she's like looking at him like going through the papers he's like look I don't know how to put this but whatever gut feeling you have about Gil's wife is probably right the lady's a goner um so forget about her and worry about your own little tush Mm -hmm. and she's so (laughs) She's so cute. She's like, I disagree. <laughs> like, she's in class or something, and like, teacher. <laughs> um, and he's still like going through, and he's just like, yeah, okay, you don't have to raise your hand to disagree, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like, you can you can say what you want. Like, you don't have to be polite about it. Um, because that's not because that's not what my gut tells me about Louise. Um, I didn't I don't know if it's this happening. was like I don't know if that that little bubble was um uh, Poppy saying that or thinking um or Tor yeah like thinking or saying like I didn't know basically who who was who um saying that but yeah. Dora is convinced that Louise is dead, right? And yeah. But he has no gut feeling. He he knows. He so he left her and, and he knew Gil was a murderous bastard. So he just knows that she she's not among the living anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, considering the evidence. Because she she contradicts him in her mind, like. I, yeah that's not what my gut feeling tells me so yeah yeah what your, your gut feeling to- told you about who is it's your it's probably right so yeah so then fade to black and we have ha 
Mm. Ha, ha, over a body of water. Yeah, so and some some uh some fairy um bruised up and dirty feet. Um flip guh. And lo and behold, the bitch is back. It's Louise. Um damn it. She's like she's like holding on to a tree. She's looking over an expanse of water like girlfriend went through some shit. Um, so she's she's alive. So Louise is alive. Yeah, but do we actually know? Like, that's the thing. Like, is she truly yeah. alive, or was this like did she try to get away and then he caught her? Like, y'all um. caught her because there was that scene where she was like. There was with a blanket with a blanket it was obvious he called said that she was stinking mm-hmm. they gotta like i mean they look rather dead yeah. maybe she was i don't rather know dead during i don't know scene. maybe like, was she just knocked out for a long not, time you know cocktail of drugs and she hadn't been showered i'm like maybe maybe he's like oh we should you know get you out of here and dump you in the water because then you'll be clean um i don't know like maybe yeah i have i have no idea i have no idea um but so she's we don't see this lady face right now so we assume she's louise we assume that's that's Mm -hmm. the logical um deduction yeah but she might be another victim of gills yeah for anyone <laughs> Could yeah. Be yeah yeah so, sharks sharks so, like them or it might be they're together they're gill and shark are working together yeah but yeah well, but i'm sure we're gonna find out what happened to louise yeah. and why gills yeah. thinking and it, it would really be like if, if this was not Louise, it's, it would really be tricking us, you know, because it, it yeah, I mean, actually, it's supposed to be Louise, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, like you know, it's it definitely, definitely going to be her, mm-hmm. but it really threw us off because she's very much alive when she looked very much very dead. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, listen, well, you know, yeah. Juliet. She just, become, she just became a very, very important piece of the puzzle because. Uh, Tora has been trying to re- to to find Gil for several days already, mm-hmm. and she she's like, she could have insight on where he could be. The weak link. <laughs> if well, they find her, if they go searching for her, and if they find her, which I hope they do. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is very cool. Very cool. New ten to chapter on. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I'm, what what are your predictions for for Louise? Because I'm thinking if they find her, that maybe she'll be an instrumental part of bringing Gil down. Like she'll give them information, or she'll work with them to try to you know do something. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, if she's found, she would definitely help because I would want to help bring down the dickhead that tried to kill me. <laughs> I mean that's fair. Even if you know, husband and father of my child, I would be like, "You motherfucker, you can't kill me." So clearly, better off. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bye, boo. Yeah, I think will help take you down because you tried to kill me and our child. So and testify against Gil because even before we thought that 
he killed her, there there were those panels where she she was begging him to to do the right thing to I don't yeah. know give himself up or give the evidence up or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, uh, she wanted a safe uh, a safe. How long were they together? Fifteen years. Yeah, fifteen that, years. That was one of the the he mentioned it was their fifteen year yeah. anniversary. Mm. It's like how he was lying, but yeah, yeah, I mean, or he could have been lying. That's true, but I mean, it's a long time to be with someone and not know who they are. Yeah, that's that's such a hard reality hit, right? To know that your husband is capable of very much killing you <laughs> after being together for fifteen years. Well, I mean, like you that know, and. Right. She's even like, oh, these people are coming after me. Oh, like, yeah, if my husband were in, like, you know, millions of dollars of debt. <laughs> and, like, people are, like, hounding him for, like, like bad people are, like, hounding him. I'd be like, I love you. <laughs> but, like, I... <laughs> yeah. Um, Plus, yeah. I don't think we even know if it was Gil that killed her or... Someone else that he hired. Maybe, maybe he could have hired someone. Maybe it was Sharp, right? Because we yeah. found that they were working together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a theory that goes on that says that they might be brothers or something. Right. Like Cousins or mm-hmm. something. They both give that creepy ass yeah. vibe off. <laughs> yeah. They look alike ish. Yeah. 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 That same color hair. That, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just imagine how that conversation would go, Gil and Shah, would you want to kill my wife (laughs) yeah yeah sure i need someone to kill right now i didn't get to kill that old man so let me go kill your wife that's cool yeah oh my god (laughs) you're gonna break into poppy's house and i'm gonna go kill your wife yeah (laughs) wow partners who do you actually think broke into poppy's house because i mean in my mind it's just some thug it's like a street thug that was hired Mm -hmm. yeah I don't, it's definitely not someone super skilled, but had the backing of someone that actually had money because he was able to get on a boat and escape. So I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll see some boats for hiring at some point. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the boat for hire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, That's true. For the other episodes we can't talk about about right now. Um, just kidding. Anyway, uh, (laughs) no. (laughs) Lol, Jk. Um, but I, I kind of gleamed from from that part where you know, um, you went up to go like catch catch the burglar or at least try to and he was using the same moves as the burglar was uh to get up off of the balcony so I wonder if it was someone who was actually trained somewhere with them um in that same kind of like well it's I don't know kind of a stretch I mean right because uh, yeah, that's the thing. Just, like, any, I feel like none of tourists ever, <laughs> or someone so tour, like Tor would only train, like personally train mm. someone that like 
he actually trusts. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that, like, yeah. No, I'm not saying that it was someone that, like, he personally trained, but who has, like, that same kind of uh, training. Mm -hmm. Um, That may be somebody like Shark that went into the same... That is in the same plan or something like that, that they had probably... No one knows. It could have been. It could have been Trevor, the ex security guard. For all we know, like no, he's a big wig. He can't do anything. It's not that him. man peed himself at yeah. just looking. We when Tar just looked at him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what we do know is that Gil hired the body disposal service to right. get rid yes. of his wife. At so least he contacted a. He, we don't. It doesn't say that he hired one. He contacted one. He contacted yeah. one, but. So it shows that he has connections in the underground world mm-hmm. because, you know, Tora said you have to know the codes. Yeah. So then yeah. it's like, how many bodies has this guy disposed of if he right. has this kind of contact info? But if you... Or he probably just got it. He probably just got it chronologically, from, from Tark. If you think chronologically, he contacted them on Thursday and on Friday, Poppy was attacked. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, uh, either Gil uses uh, other people to do his bidding, like dispose of he a definitely does, or, or oh, yeah, break uh, into Poppy's house, or he he was the one who broke into Poppy's house and contacted somebody else to dispose of his wife, mm-hmm. and obviously they did a shitty job because. <laughs> Well, you can't focus if you not drugs, right? So, ah, very, yeah. So <laughs> it's true. Like how good, how good. Can go, be? Wife is alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Incompetence. <laughs> yeah. Whew. It's well, interesting would... that Poppy has this sixth sense. Like her gut is telling her that. Louise yeah. Is alive. Why? Like why? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out why her gut is telling her that. Because everyone else's gut is saying she's dead until we saw that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think she, she has this uh, this hidden sensitivity mm-hmm. because she sensed in the very, very first few episodes, she sensed Tora's aura. Right. Like mm-hmm. the, the dark presence behind her. Dark presence, exactly. Yeah. And then when... Um, when Tora abandoned her at the when when he stood up when he stood her up. She had that sense. He was on the bridge and he screamed uh, her name, mm-hmm. and she heard. Jane mm-hmm. Eyre moment. Yeah. Yeah. So either it's their connection or it's that little touch of supernatural that Lily said once that she she had in MPL. And we have the ghost, which we don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, we have the right. ghost, which is another mystery. Mm-hmm. Add up to to the whole thing, and maybe maybe she has. What if the ghost is Ulan? <laughs> oh my god, we have been cracking yeah. up about that. Like, Let's it's just get some some tinfoil hats. <laughs> I don't it's Ulan and Yua just fighting. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go with that. That's who the ghost is. <laughs> it's just uh, uh, afterlife lovers, plural. Okay, what if the ghost is Poppy's dad? 
Ah, mm. why, why does he walk? Why would he be so mean to them? Like, why is he saying go, go? Oh, he's being an overprotective dad. He's like, I don't want this with my daughter. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only the best. Yeah, but maybe, maybe the message wasn't for Poppy to go, uh, to, to leave Torah. Maybe the message was for them to go somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, who mm. knows? Best, best people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Maybe he he's just act, trying to to guide her to to push her into doing something that might help her. Yeah. If like that, just do it. You know, very open ended. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I'm allowed my crazy fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. So, how do we feel about you know our fun back into the Poppy Land? I I know we read the next three fast pass episodes. We can't say anything, but you know, stopping based on this episode, what are you guys thinking? Uh, well, I just need it. I just need it all. <laughs> yeah, I just need it all. I also I had a, I had a, I stopped fast passing a bunch of other stuff so that I knew I had coins oh. because. Of course, I knew they were gonna make it seven seven coins. Oh, but of course, would do that. Of course. So I needed to make sure I have all the coins, <laughs> and they're all dedicated to Midnight Poppy Land. <laughs> I took all the coins to every yeah. every giveaway webtoon had every. Oh yeah. Every. <laughs> You're like I'm I'm racking up the coins. I, I read this canvas episode popular too as well so yeah mm-hmm. um I love that we are getting more into the the mafia plot like yeah uh, the mysteries yeah. pile up but somehow they they start to uh, to solve piece by piece yeah so- I really can't wait for Goliath to finally resurface same same. I mean clearly he is a huge part and he has only been seen all of what like three twice twice uh-huh. twice yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like we're leading up to seeing Goliath again as well um, figure out what's happening there so I'm, I'm excited for that yeah, I, I'm yeah. really excited that like the mafia side is really starting to unfold. It's not, I mean, there's still the romance and the fluff, but yeah, there's still like the bigger plot. It's dark fluff, no, it's yeah. very dark fluff. It's very dark. There is a lot of dark happening in this episode. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> love noises. <laughs> love noises. I didn't know how else to describe that. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Angela, what are you looking forward to with this return? Um, I kind of like I am so ready to um get more into into the mafia because we kind of had a little of a respite with um with you know the them you know being cute in the garden and like you know fluffy moments like that but like whenever those dark mafia 
colors drop in the episode like that's when like my own heart gets pumping and I'm like oh my god I am here for this um he did say that it was going to get darker um and I I'm really hoping to see more blood see more like um just more dramatics more oh man I wish I could talk about the other episodes I know um more I don't know like I want to see maybe like um how how his men are handling you know all of this like what what are you know the the other guys doing right now um the tiger cars yeah you know how are they doing um but I'm also looking forward to seeing how it unfolds even more because what I love about this this webtoon is that we get two POVs right what Tora sees what Poppy sees but we don't get the full story Mm -hmm. so um we only know what Lily wants to show us um and wants to show what Tora and what Poppy gets to see so like I I am dying to see like more and more how it how it all unfolds how all of those dots keep connecting to one another Mm -hmm. yeah I feel that now we are so we had a, a bunch of events uh that happened pretty fast one after each other Okay, mm-hmm. they were spanned over several episodes, but uh, in the chronological time frame, they happened. All, Poppy had a lot of stuff happening to her, and Tora went through a lot of uh, mm-hmm. of emotions and a lot of events and so on and so forth. I would like, like, from a storytelling point of view, I would like to see the well the the mystery solve or um the thriller part like lily presented us with heart pumping and scaring us a bit and throwing us off the uh um, throwing us curveballs like she's dead no she's alive stuff like that mm-hmm. but also um when Tora and poppy are together i would like to see um how it was in the first season I think things slowing down and I would like to see their their expressions more I would like to 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 feel like uh, I have a break to take it all in to let it all sink in everything that happened mm-hmm. and <clears throat> how they navigate together or maybe not uh, how they navigate this relationship into this world that they are entering now. So mm-hmm. as much as I would like to see everything solved and uh, to see what happened with Goliath, to see what happened with Gil, to see what happened with Louise and so on and so forth, I I think that it's good that from time to time we get this, this break that we let our brain absorb everything that happened and mm-hmm let them feel allow themselves to feel what they feel because yeah. they 
were just thrown into the into a tornado in the middle of a tornado. So mm-hmm. very well said, yeah. And it hurts me like this, whatever. It says, you know, earlier that night. So basically the thing that we see probably in the car happens that night also, which is like, and we're gonna, you know, learn more, but it's the good again. Catch a <laughs> break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess I'll say I, I'm looking forward to everything you guys said, obviously. And then I'm also looking forward to seeing, um, learning more about Poppy's mafia connections with her family, mm. her grandma, Ooh, her dad, her mom. Yeah. What? yeah. Like, we still don't know what her grandmother wanted to tell Poppy. Yeah. 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 Like, I need to know that. Mm. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, um, it's. Sunday, so we have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We have we're getting there. <laughs> we have Are you there? Okay, I'm being a little optimistic, but whatever. But you know, it's been two days since the episode dropped, so you know. <laughs> well, this was so much fun. It was so nice to get back together with you guys, and you know, schmooze. I missed this. Yeah, it's. I've missed this. I've missed this. Oh, you know, we're getting back into into the kishkas, into like the livers. Well, that's an expression. But anyway, getting back into the throes of it. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. I'm happy that we're back in. And thank you so, so much for joining. It was so nice to see you all again and to schmooze and to chat and, you know, both our own, our just chit chat before the, the podcast and the podcast. Um, always a pleasure to hear your great insights. Really, really lovely. Thanks for having us, Mindy. Thank you. Yeah, for thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you for hosting. Thank you. Have a great evening, day, everyone. Night. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lily, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Saucy Tuggles, Anne Rose, Alexa, Misty, Joanne, Esther, I'm Watching People, Emily Jean, Kay, Lily, Christine, Sadie, Teresa, Mrs. Gastaldo, and Emma Pora. Your support is truly appreciated. <laughs>